realize three stars, I'm with Dr. G. He's going to break my back. Crack my back. I don't know. Break his neck. Break his neck. Yeah, one of them. You <laughs> This is Dr. G. I just did a dope interview with Real Life Street Stars. You make sure you subscribe and follow. We'll see you. Three stars, man. Y'all put it together. Hello, man. We got him in the building, the back crackle. Man, Dr. G in the building, man. What is good? What is going on? Pleasure to be here. Man, yeah. first and foremost, man, those that are deaf, dumb, stupid, been living on the rock, man. If they haven't seen your ads, man, uh, you know, not only in the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, but all over the southern region, hell, middle America, all over America. If you are on Facebook, or any type of, you know, whatever social media, they probably seen you cracking some of the most prolific backs, doing great chiropractic work. And um, we're going to go through your come up story. But first and yeah, foremost, yeah, yeah. first and foremost, I just want to understand <laughs> your thought process as far as the marketing, man. We've seen lawyers, uh, you know, on the radio, you know, the uh, law boss and that Texas hammer. And we see you attacking the chiropractor game the same way with the marketing. What, what was that? What strategy was that from? Man, the strategy you're saying as far as like compared to like what other attorneys are doing and everything, it's chiropractic. Um, I, dude, I, I, we got to get the message out any way that we can. A social media, everybody's on their phone. I think that's the easiest strategy to really look at compared to the radio. I know before this, we kind of talked about like, I don't, I don't feel everybody listens to the radio as much, but everybody has a phone. Everybody has Facebook. Everybody has Instagram. Um, it's, I've, I've spent a lot of work as far as like the business side and it's just, it's a strategy and it's a strategy that works, man. So yeah. even with that strategy, what made you want to attack uh, like, let me get these celebrities in here, like versus just normal people who need chiropractic work. Dude, man, it really started because I was already seeing, you know, um, like some of the local celebrities here in town. Rudy Rush is probably one of the the, the first guys. Oh, yeah, that, shout out Rudy Rush. Yeah, Rudy Rush, a great guy. Like he's he's been a longtime patient of mine. And then I don't know, something clicked to me. It's like, hey, man, why don't I just ask him if I can record his video, you know? Um, and then it kind of just started there. And then I've, hey. I, I network a lot. So I've, I've made connections with the right people. And then it's just like, it just cascaded over time. Just like people are like, hey, so-and-so's in town. You want, you want to, you know, they want to get adjusted. You want me to bring them in? I can see if they want to do a video. And then just, and it's just built from there. And now we get like, dude, I'm getting Dallas Cowboys like in my inbox. Like, hey man, can I come in this weekend? You know, stuff right. like that. Let's do it like this, man. Uh, you know, yeah. I've, you know, prior to this, man, for the past like nine years, I was, um, Work, I was a claims adjuster doing bodily injury work. So yeah, I have yeah. history with chiropractors and how that thing works. Um, I got to understand as far as, you know, your come up story, um, as far as where you're born and raised, yeah. uh, what made you even choose this profession? And was this your first choice as a profession? 
Uh, actually, yeah, since high school. But like, it's funny you say claims adjuster because yeah, I mean, I'm from uh, Grand Prairie. I went to South Grand Prairie High. Um, I remember back in high school when when we had to do like a career plan, like a chiropractor was what I wanted to do. But I wanted to do it kind of from that business like aspect, and I wanted to do like the PI, the auto accidents claims, and everything like that. Um, but the funny thing is once, you know, I, I graduated school, I didn't, you know, and I, I, I worked a couple jobs I didn't like, you know, McDonald's, Jack in the Box, some warehouse jobs. I decided I'm going to go back to school and just get back to what I really wanted to do. But by the time I got into chiropractic school, um, there's so much education. And I realized like chiropractic, it's um, if you do it right, it can be beyond just the auto accident cases. I mean, it's like it is about your your overall health. And then I steered up like now I do hardly any like personal injury cases you know now it's just it's all about like health and wellness man and there's so much more behind it like once you learn it and then um you and the patients get it like once once you you educate them you know how much uh schooling uh does one need to for man, chiropractic work? so you're pretty i mean you're going to need an undergraduate degree which is going to be i mean basically a bachelor's degree um any chiropractic school is going to be anywhere from uh, three and a half to four years. So you're looking anywhere from like seven to eight years. And that's, dude, and then my opinion is that's that's not even enough to to teach you how to properly train, like uh, to, to be a good doctor, really. Well, the way that I look at school, not to really knock them so much, there's board exams and it's overlooked by like the state. It's overlooked by like basically the medical system. And it's like when you're going through school, like, you're not learning so much on how to like get a patient well as much as like how not to hurt a person. And that's, that's really what it is, you know? No, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. And we're about to get right into it because uh, it looked like, man, you're literally breaking someone's neck. It, it, yeah. That's what it looks like. I'm like, hell, <laughs> right, 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 right. I would not put myself through that type of, it looks like torture, but right, right, it seems right. well. So um, let's do it like this. Um, what is, you know, for a general purpose for our yeah, audience, yeah, yeah. what is the importance of what you do as far as making sure your you know your muscles and your back in your your spine your 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 ligaments are all like you know everything right yeah i mean so like i mean of course if you have a pinched nerve like chiropractic it's a safer option than medicine or like injections for sure um but ultimately like if you're looking at it from like a wellness perspective your spine loses movement over time because we sit down and we're not as active as we, we should be. Um, contrary to people think when you get older, you kind of get stiff. It's really because we really become less active as we get older. And, and what happens is there's 23 discs in your spine that they stay hydrated and they stay healthy with, with movement and flexibility. But as we do less, you, you start to develop stiffness and, and tightness around those joints and it, and it forms into scar tissue. Your spine becomes less flexible, but as that happens, you start dehydrating the discs and then the disc gets smaller and it starts affecting your nerves and then you end up being like hunched over old, you know, old guy that when they turn, they can't even turn their neck, they're doing this, you know? Uh, but the adjustment, if it's done by the right chiropractor, I mean, you get x-rays and you can see if somebody does have a problem and then now your focus is, reinstilling and recreating movement that's been lost in the joint so you're actually restoring health to those discs and then i mean it's a beautiful thing because function comes back like pain gets better but now the nerve works better and now you're preventing uh degenerative processes that 
up until recently, most doctors thought is inevitable, which is, it's, it's not true. I mean, there's so much behind chiropractic that people really don't know. And that is a big part of like my goal uh, to, to be on social media and to be in your face too. It's a big conviction of mine. Now, I know you deal yeah. with a lot of patients then they come in and they're nervous because, you know. Yeah. From what we understand, you know, your spine is, <laughs> that's your life force. And, Absolutely. Uh, what are some of the things that you tell your patient to comfort them? Um, well, I mean, as far as like, shoot, man, I mean, I would say like, if you're going to say the neck is probably the most common thing. Are you going to break my neck? Right. Right. Yeah. So like one, the amount of force it takes to break a neck, it, it, it's just like, I may not even be that strong, you know, yeah. like, like, and I would have to want to do that, you know, right. um, anytime I make an adjustment, uh, it's not anywhere beyond like the natural range that of the joint that can go the the amount of force it's not it's not really the force it's the speed and then it's just really knowing how to feel the joint and like so if i was to do an adjustment like on myself my neck may be here and it, it barely may move just a little bit but what you're hearing is just gas being released out of the joint because the joint does kind of stretch a little bit now wait a minute we didn't we didn't watch them 90s movies where like arnold schwarzenegger just pull up behind you and just Dude, yeah just i know one man. little and be like you you're gone no, no. I mean, and it, uh, there's so much in there. I mean, you're, you're like, there's reflexes in your brain that actually protect you when a joint starts going beyond a certain range anyway. So like it, it's, it's, I, so, I've, I've never even heard of a chiropractor breaking somebody's neck. I mean, well, actually one case, but they didn't screen the patient well. And the patient had like severe osteoporosis. Like, so that's, that goes back to the history that goes back to possible x-rays. Like it's just it was just a terrible like exam and it just didn't it, it it shouldn't happen you know. So the chances of a chiropractor breaking your neck is, is it's a, like it's nothing. <laughs> and you breaking like, your neck. <laughs> you're, you're more. I mean, it's like the analogy with the airplanes. Like you're more likely to to die going to the chiropractor, like in an auto accident or something, you know. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, tell us about your first time actually working with a patient. Were you nervous? Like, what, what was that? Man, well. Not necessarily. Well, so in school, like we kind of practice on your on ourselves, like back in chiropractic school. So um, and you get many, many hours of like uh, clinical experience, too. So like my first patient, like outside of school, um, I, I can't I can't even really remember. But I mean, I wouldn't say that I was nervous because I, I know that I won't. I wouldn't I wouldn't hurt them. Probably my my biggest fear was like, am I actually going to adjust them well? Like, you know, like or, or is it going to be like, oh, like it didn't really move, you know, that, that was probably my biggest fear. Have you ever had a patient like whack you in the face or like oh. pass gas <laughs> or something crazy like that? Yeah, um, the one that comes to mind is like, and we have a, it's on the video with Lil White. Um, he kind of jumps and then my wife is standing next to the table and he kind of kicks her in the stomach and she's pregnant. Like, oh my so God. he always jokes about that. Like when he sees my son, <laughs> well, my son is now two years old. He's always all like, he's like, man, that kid's so smart, man. He's, he's like, I'm so glad he doesn't have brain damage from when I kicked him, you know? <laughs> so let's go and do it like this. Cause you mentioned yeah. Lil White. Yeah. Um, let's just start with celebrities. Um, yeah. you've done a lot of celebrities. Um, I, I gotta ask you personally, who was your favorite one that just to meet, say, wow, I'm actually in the room with them and we're we're getting down to it? Man, I don't wanna, like anybody that hears this, I don't wanna take away from anybody. But just, like, uh, just, I grew up off of Bone Thugs, man. Crazy Bone oh, was just, man. you know? That was like a, that was a big deal to me. Like, I was kinda like, 
that's where I was like, man, I was kind of like starstruck to see him, you know, because dude, they're like, I, I told him, I'm like, yeah, they're the, they're the Beatles of rap, man. They oh, no, really they are. They are the Beatles of rap. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite damn near group or rappers in general. So that's amazing. Yeah. Um, did you solicit Crazy Bone to do a song? We've talked about it. He's down for it, you know. <laughs> we've we've de- we just haven't made it happen, man. But um, I would I would I would love to do something with with any bone, any member of bone for sure. Crossbones. <laughs> Crossbones. <laughs> me, me. <laughs> I know that's a that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> definitely. Now, how was um? You did a couple celebrity wrestlers. Yeah, man. How was that? I think you had Mark Henry, uh, uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah, Mark Henry, uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah, the, R- the Rikishi? Kurt, Rikishi, man. Yeah. All the, man, I love those guys. They're so, I mean, they're just so down to earth. They're such cool guys. The The Kurt Angle video is really interesting because it, it's a fake adjustment, Weck. We add the sound. He broke his neck. Like, I'm not yeah, going to adjust his neck, but <laughs> he kind of came up with that. He's like, well, let's just do it anyway, and I'm going to pretend like it hurts, and he's going to scream. And then that video does really well for me, too. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and I have to ask then, because I've seen you, Crack some noses, crack some ears. Yeah, man. I'm like this, this so, is it cartilage? Yeah, so we, uh, dude. Yeah, it's cartilage. It's not really gonna click, like crack. It's it's fake, just to be, for the you know. I don't even remember when it happened. Like, I mean, one of the funny things, like my nose, it just like in the past, like sports injuries and different things, I've broken my nose twice, so mine actually cracks. I don't remember if I don't, maybe that's where it came from. Like, if I can. Oh wow! Oh God! Oh, I hear. Oh, so mine cracks, but most people's their noses and ears don't crack. I mean, you can't. There's sometimes an ear can crack, but man, you got to yank on that thing. Yeah, it's like, sure. I'm not trying to hurt anybody. You know. Sure. <laughs> Shout out to the sound effects, man. Yeah. <laughs> For real. For real. So yeah. someone like a a Rakishi, a, a wrestler. Um, yeah. That their back gets thrown all over the place. Dude. Is it like do? Like when you're going in there and you're adjusting them, yeah, is it like worse than a normal human? <laughs> any any athlete, anybody. I mean, that's it's repetitive trauma, man. Yeah, true. Like it, football I mean, players as well. Oh, dude, I mean, you're talking when you're talking specifically wrestlers, they're jumping off the high ropes and they're all huge. You know, that's a lot of force, and it's just repeatedly just pounded on. I mean, most of them had like just tons of surgery, so yeah, they they they're, they're a lot of work. You know, <laughs> jeez, yeah, geez. yeah. So. What celebrity would you say you had that when of course you asked them to come in that they were totally different than what you thought, what you expected? Man, ah, oh, man, I'm trying to think. I can't really think. Um, maybe Polly Shore. Oh wow! Like because and then not not in a negative way, but it's like you kind of like you you see him in video and you kind of think that he's in character but that's just him man like he that's just like that's just, dude that's it like me i'm like man i thought this, i you know I, I see videos of him and i think that he's just kind of like he's trying to be funny he's just naturally funny like he's just he's a he's a little awkward not in a negative way but it's just like that's just who he is man but but he's a super cool guy yeah um, and when it comes to the rappers yeah how was uh how was the interaction with snoop dogg how was that man snoop dogg that's an interesting one too um Super cool guy, man. Uh, the, I guess I'll tell you the story of how that happened. I didn't even know that we were going to get to to work with Snoop, really. Right. You know, what what happened was um, he was in Austin. Um, 
they had like, they wanted to bring me out for like the backstage to kind of work on everybody. Uh, Slim Thug was there, so he's familiar. He, yeah, he, he loves getting adjusted, you know? Um, so they're like, hey, you know, if you want to drive, it was just like an overnight thing. If you want to drive out, you know, and kind of take care of everybody, um, there may be an opportunity to work with Snoop. We're going to really try to push them to, you know, to like, to try to do something with you. Um, and, and it just, and, and it, luckily it happened, but I mean, of course, I mean, dude, Snoop Dogg, he, it, it happens on his terms. And it was just basically like, we'll do something. You come in, um, come to my room or come to my room. And then we, we got, we're going to do it in like a chair or, or something, you know, cause I had a table, but he's like, I'm not getting on that table, man. <laughs> He's like, you, just, you come out and we're, we'll make it happen, but just do it in my in my dressing room and we'll, we'll make sure it works. And that's why you'll see me in the video, like standing up. Cause I'm like, well, shit, it's Snoop Dogg. We got to make this happen. We got to do it. So I'm like, well, shit. And he's like, I don't know, like six, four, six, five. I'm like, I guess I'm going to have to stand in the chair for his upper back, you know? Uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, did you yeah. do, a, I think you did Fat Joe, right? Fat Joe, man. Great guy too. Yeah. yeah how absolutely. was that, man? Cause Fat man. Joe, you know, he, you know, yeah. he, he, he like he probably like he looks like a guy almost like on a fifty cent level to where he's like man I ain't getting my back adjusted I ain't nah. worried about it or was he eager to get it done man he was he was eager to get it done like the thing with Fat Joe is like he's just all love for everybody man so he he understands like uh, the power of his like his celebrity so much and he knows like hey I'm gonna I come in I'm helping you out man so like uh, you know he goes I basically it's like he didn't he didn't say it but it's like he knows like. If we do a video with him, it's gonna help help me, like my success. And he's just all about helping everybody grow. So his his energy, like he just w immediately walks into the room and raises everybody's energy up, man. Amazing guy. That's real. Yeah. Now, another one I seen you do, man, was uh, DJ Paul. DJ Paul, man. Yeah. I actually did that at my house. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Looked, it looked like at a, at a yeah. home or something, man. Like he was, yeah. it looked very homely. Yeah, dude. How was he? Cause man, I, he's he's funny, too. dude. It's like, Cause he's three six mafia. They're a real like yeah, gangster. Man, like, dude, he's the friendliest guy. He's like <laughs> just joking and laughing. Like, smile hundred percent of the time. Like, similar, man. He's just there to just he's there to build everybody up, man. He's he's a great, amazing guy. Yeah. Nah, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Now, you did a lot of the uh, Texas artists, man. From uh, I believe Bun B, Mike Jones, yeah. Lil Flip, Paul Wall. Yeah. Um, part of the strategy too by the way yeah I'm saying that must have been a strategy as far as just getting those guys yeah. in dude I've, I've done so much work like just trying to push and get those guys in because I know how much of an influence they have you know um, and then just like everybody in, everybody in Dallas at some point like I mean everybody loves it, all the Houston artists you know um, and then that, that was like that was a big deal to me like hey if I'm going to try to keep if we're going to try to build the like the celebrity uh, brand and the celebrity videos I want to do it with everybody in Texas because it's like anybody that sees the video is going to know who they are so you're just going to get it just makes sense you know exactly exactly yeah. I seen you do uh, I believe it was I am Jonathan oh dude and, that uh, yeah he made it. He he put a little oh, extra sauce on it. He put a little dude. extra sauce on it. I'm like oh and, shit uh, to tell you the story like it's so funny because. He was messaging me back. We were messaging back and forth. He's like, hey, I want to come out to your office. Um, and then we tried to get a time to, to we try to schedule time and he couldn't make it one time. And then just like one time, like one day. He's after, hard to get in touch with, man. That, that guy. So one, that day guy. After, <laughs> one day after my morning shift, like I luckily I didn't jet out the door. I stayed like till 1215 a little after. And then like my front office comes. She's like, hey, there's somebody out here waiting for you. 
And then I'm like, really? Who is? And I look and it's Jonathan. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, well, you finally made it. He didn't tell me anything. He just showed up to my office. And man, just that, that in guy, my man. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I'm like, well, shit, like, I'm, I'm not going to lunch. I'm going to, we're going to do this and we're going to make a video, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, now, sometimes, you know, when you involve a lot of celebrities like you do, it can become gimmicky. Yeah. And uh, it takes away from the seriousness of your profession. Absolutely. How do you combat that part of it? How do I? Uh, the biggest thing that I would say is just like, I'm big on patient education, man. Like um, marketing, the adjustment, the celebrity, it gets people to watch. They really like it. It's real attractive. Um, and then so people, they want to come into the office, they book. But once they come in, man, I have, uh, I, I mean, I have amazing doctors, right? And I have an amazing staff. Um, we just, we take it serious once they come in. Cause I know like people come in cause they see the funny videos, but it is their health. And we, and we really take it that we take it that way. So once they step in the door, we're like, you know, we go through like a, an extensive health history. I mean, most cases we do x-rays um, and we really like offer up like the, the, as much help as we can to benefit people in every aspect of, of their life that we possibly can, you know? Yeah. Have you ever had anybody like fan out? Like, um, uh, <laughs> no. I mean, people ask me for pictures like all the time, but nothing, <laughs> nothing, nah, nothing, nothing crazy though. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. Now, being that you are in the hip hop community, um, have you thought about doing anything like hip hop ish, like maybe getting a chain or a grill, <laughs> an iced out back, maybe? Man, I have I have a small I have a small chain. I just I don't wear it all the time. Um, uh, yeah, I mean I don't. People tell they're like oh because when people see me with the chain on, they're like oh man you got to get it like a little iced out spine on. Yeah, there. I was like, would <laughs> like, you get a what would you get a spine a little skull? If I was to do something, it'd probably be a spine. Yeah, that'd be hard. That'd be hard. Yeah. Nothing but VS. Yeah. Oh, BBS. Um, so I gotta say this, man. Uh, speaking of the hip hop, man, you were able to to cut a couple tracks, man. Uh, yeah, man. I believe the first one I want to say was it the uh, Bun B or was it the um, was it Young Buck? Was that your first foray into going going toe to toe with an artist? Man, I'll say well. Technically, the first video that we ever did, but I wasn't rapping in it, was with Lardy B and Darrow. We Correct. got yes, back back out of whack. But Young Buck was the first one that I actually rapped on the on it. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy, man. We had yeah. Young Buck on the couch as well, man. And um, um, uh, you know, you know, he, of course, he's legendary. G Unit. How was that though to say, man? I'm gonna get Young Buck to redo the song. Uh, Shorty wanna ride with me, dude. Uh, like, how was that to have him redo this song and have you catch a verse on this thing, man? It was, it was amazing. I mean, dude, that's like a childhood dream, right? Like really. to make a rap song with a, with a platinum selling artist, like G unit, like relations with 50 cent. Um, I didn't even know he would, I was just surprised that he did it. You know, <laughs> like, it's just one of my buddies, like, he's like, Hey, I booked a young buck for a show. Do you, um, he's, I know you've been trying to do this rap thing. You want me to ask him if he'll do like, do something with you? And I'm like, I guess ask him if he'll do shorty. You want to ride with me? And then I was like, we're going to do uh, what shorty crack your crack. Come and crack your spine with me. And then, and then yes. he, he was all for it, but he thought it was hilarious. Was that smooth Vega? That? Smooth Vega. Yeah. Shout out smooth yeah, Vega. Yeah, yeah. No, that was, 
Now, honestly, when I seen that, man, it took me back to the Flavor TV days, the parodies. Um, yeah. But it's so it's done in such a smart way, man. Uh, the visual is taken serious and everything, man. You got him yeah, in the music. Man. And then I think you did, uh, uh, what was it, the Nutcracker? Backcracker? The Nutcracker with, with Bun B. With that, Bun B. I, could, I didn't think that was going to happen that way. Now, either. that had me like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, Bro, he brought was, out Bun B bars. Man. I'm like, oh, shit. How was that? How was that uh, doing that whole experience? Man, that was, it was like a, it was almost like a last minute thing. I didn't know that it was really going to happen. Um, I, if you're familiar with it, with uh, Bone, his manager, like we were just, he, he always tells me when Bun's in town, because I love to, I, I love to get him in the office and like get him adjusted and try to video when we can. But um, I, I asked him, he's like, hey, man, he's like, Bun's coming in town. He's like, do y'all want to, you want to try to connect with him? And I'm like, hey, man, ask him if he'll do like, if he'll do like a, a, a rap parody with me. And I'm like, it's for Christmas too. And then he's all like, let me talk to him. It took a couple of days and he's all like, yeah, yeah, he, 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 he's in, he'll do it. And then I still didn't believe it until he showed up. And then I didn't want to like, I didn't want to ask for too much. So I just had like a whole wardrobe of like stuff like Santa Claus stuff. Cause I'm like, that's the theme we wanted to go with. Um, and as soon as he saw the t-shirt, the Santa Claus, he's like, oh man, I can't be mad at that. He's like, I'll wear that. And then he put the hat on and everything. So it was, it was just amazing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> now, um, have you ever seen a set of x-rays and you're like, I can't, I can't touch, I can't touch you. Oh, well, yeah, dude, absolutely, <laughs> man. Like, I mean, well, a break like a, yeah. it's 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 common to see like a like a broken bone uh compression fracture is probably the the most common break that you'll see in the spine that uh, a patient doesn't really think that there's a break you mm -hmm. know uh, compression fracture it's like uh it can be from trauma but a lot of times there's just something going on with their bones like uh with the minerals and then the bones are just essentially weak and then what happens is they're like oh man i'm sitting on a like a plane ride for like you know four hours and then my back just started hurting and then i just and i got up and it was just like the worst pain in my life and then i mean if a story like that you don't you wouldn't think you had a break you're just right. like i was on a plane you know i just have a lot of pain um but i mean i'm qualified to kind of check that stuff out too so i hear the story uh you can palpate and you can kind of feel that the spine just doesn't feel right we took the x we can take x-rays and see it but that's probably the most common thing where it's like yeah i'm not gonna it's essentially a bone that collapsed and broke on itself i'm not gonna adjust that you know right. and those you just let them heal uh, that's really all you can do and just and just do everything you can to help it heal it heal the best it can you know do you ever feel like there's more that you like you need to learn or like like as far as education is concerned because you like when the human body can only change so much, right? Yeah, yeah. But do you ever feel like, man, I just, if there, if there was so much more I can learn or about what the per going on with a person? Oh yeah, I'm constantly learning, man. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a lifetime student. You know, I, I even go back to like textbooks from like chiropractic school and st I still reread them because it's like, you don't, there's certain things that, I, that I'll catch and I'll be like, man, that's just, it's just, it just makes sense. And then I don't feel like enough doctors are really kind of doing that because my, in my mind, I want to actually like get to the root cause and actually correct and fix things like the right way. And I don't want to just do this pain management thing, you know? So in, in, in order to understand how the body works, you got, I mean, you got to constantly be learning to offer the best care for your patients. Has there been something that you just never seen before that just surprised you that came up on x-ray or something like you're like, what's that? Uh, besides like 
cancer is probably the one where you're just like, I mean, you hate to see it, but I mean, it can happen. So uh, can, cancer comes up in x-ray? Yeah, I mean, if it's bone cancer, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, any type of pain, I might, you know, I might see it, you know, because people, again, people don't think like, oh, I got bone cancer. They're like, my back hurts, my shoulder hurts or whatever. I'm going to go in and, you know, get it checked out. But that's why, uh, I mean, you, you, you have to, like as a chiropractor, you have to just know your stuff. You got to understand, like when someone tells you something, you got to understand like, hey, that sounds like, this, this, and this. And that's why I'm big on x-ray anyway, because I can see everything and I already know that, you know, it's safe to adjust, you know? Um, bone cancer. When you see that, is mm -hmm. that a thing that you like tell them, yeah, you just need to go to a doctor Man. or do you actually, are you the one that breaks that news? And in most cases, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm just, right. I'm going to refer them out. I'm just going to say, Hey, you know what? There's, there's, uh, there's some things in the x-ray. I need you to go see this specialist. And then, I mean, because it could be like, uh, I mean, it could be s s severe like osteoporosis that could cause like the same similar damage in the bone, you know? And it's like, I don't want to tell someone something that I'm not sure. I mean, there's signs that a lot of times you can, I mean, 90% certain you can see it because certain cancers have certain patterns that are going to be displayed on an x-ray, but it's just... I'll just refer them out and let them, you know, let, let them handle it. Yeah, when, yeah. When it comes to bone cancer, like, what does that do to the body? Like, as far as, like you said, somebody's just hurting. If they just don't go and get that checked up on, what? Man, like, and that's the thing. Like, so what it, a lot of times when you, if you catch something like that, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's most cases it has spread. Like if, it, if it's in the bone, I mean, or if it's a certain type of bone cancer, but it's just, Man, like what I'm seeing on the x-ray, you'll see there's not a thickness all the way through. Like it almost looks like there's holes in the bone. And it's because it's like eating the bone from either from within outwards or from the outside in, you know? Yeah. What is spider bibbing? What is what? Spider bibbing or something? Spinal bifida. Spinal, <laughs> so, oh, spinal bifida. Spinal bifida. So you're probably talking about spinal bifida occulta. So that's, yeah. that, that's like the spinal bifida occulta means that uh, like part of the vertebrae is typically the spinous process. It, it's like, it should, when you're developing, it should fuse all the way together. Uh, but, uh, sometimes there's like a slight opening, but it's still protecting your spine. I actually have spinal bifida occulta in my L5. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, wow. Yeah. But like spinal bifida is like a whole nother case and that, that's super rare. So if you have, you probably have spinal bifida occulta if you're asking. It doesn't I mean much. I, 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 I don't. Uh, I, I, I've been diagnosed with this. So osteoporosis. Uh, yeah. That is what is the, what's that condition over? Osteoporosis. It's it's like a thinning of the bone. It, it's like, but to, in most cases, it's normal. Like after, after a certain age, especially like particularly in women, um, the bones kind of demineralize over time. And a lot of that's hormone stuff. Like, uh, after menopause, women don't really, uh, their bones don't really absorb in, in, as much calcium like as before. So the bones, they kind of, they kind of wither as you age, you know, but that doesn't mean that again, I, I'm going to go back to, I don't think that, that that's always going to be hundred percent of the time. I think that if you exercise and you, and you lift weights and you still give yourself the right nutrition, I think you can either prevent or combat a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then just with particular bones in general, like like maybe a leg longer than the other, or yeah. you know, how did how does that work as far as an adjustment? Like right. So I mean, 
and I think I, I joke with that and want to, I can't remember which song, but it's like, uh, oh, I, maybe I haven't released it actually, but there's this little joke. It's just, that's like old school chiropractic stuff about the leg length stuff mm-hmm. um, because everybody's going to have some kind of a discrepancy to some degree. Uh, really what it is, it's, it's, it's really an imbalance of like, imbalance of certain muscles might be tight on one side certain muscles may not be as activated on one side so you're going to have a shift and you can you can adjust and it's going to even it out but like if it's ultimately coming from the muscle it's going to kind of shift back eventually you know i want a, a condition I've always, i'm asking a lot of doctor questions because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, and i'm gonna ask you about that too uh one a condition i always see is like the curvature of the legs they might be bowing outward right right like, which causes people to walk where bow not bow legged but like i'm talking about like like where it's out this way or inwards or yeah, it's, like, it's it's more likely going to be inward yeah. and, and what it is it's it's typically um it's uh, it's a collapse of the arch in the foot really okay and then it's like it's really an adaptation man cuz we walk like we're designed to walk on like uneven surfaces like grass or sand, dirt, things like that. And we're kind of designed to do it barefoot, but we don't. We wear shoes, we flatten our feet out as we age, and we walk on hard surfaces. So over time, most people lose the arches in, in their feet. And then what happens, but that arch, if this is, these are your feet, you know, you're designed to have an arch and that keeps you evenly balanced. If the arch is primarily on the, on the medial side or the middle side, when that collapses, everything just kind of bows inward. And then you start wearing out the inside of your knee and then to, to compensate the muscles on the outside of the hip, they start over firing and they become overactive to try to pull the knee out. And then you got sciatica because these muscles are impinging the nerves in your in your hip, you know? Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna blame the uh, Chuck Taylor Converse's, man. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> man, like you see the, I, I got the Brooks, man. Like <laughs> I invest in my feet, man. Got like, to, you know? got to, got to. Now, I gotta ask you, man. You got a song with Lil White Man called Oxycontin. Yeah, man. Uh, dope song. Uh, love you, the visuals. Love, love, love the costumes. Yeah. Uh, but it raised a question to me, man, as far as when you see a situation like Oxycontin abuse or hydrocodone abuse, what, what do you say when you see someone just saying, hey, I got back pain, I got back problems, but they're just abusing the pain meds? Dude, man, I'll tell you, I can tell you, I've had patients like flip out on me because wow. I'm trying to like, not help people? them yeah yeah like, i'm trying to help I'm you actually. help you and they're just like no i just want drugs i just want i just i'm just here because i just need medication you know Damn. i've had that and i've had um patients like i mean they patients open up to you so i've had patients tell me you know what like i'm here because this is all my doctor wants to do and then i've had i've, I've been addicted to heroin and then when you talk about like pain meds like they're similar and then they're like I beat heroin, um, so I, I don't want to even play with any kind of opioid because I already have an addiction problem. So I'm here because I need to fix this without medication, you know? Right. What's yeah. the worst you've seen somebody on, like, just some pain? <sighs> Dude, it's, man. How, how like, skits were they? The thing is, like, they get so accustomed to it, they're, they're, they they're look just like you and me, man. They're not, oh. they're, they're not, like, it's like, it's when, if they start coming off those drugs, dude, I mean, they're gonna have withdrawals then that, but it's, it's just crazy. Like when you get, it's almost like a delusion where the patients come in and then they're like, man, yeah, so I've been on this medication and this medication and I've been on it for seven years. Um, and then it's like, well, like 
how do you feel? Has your pain changed since you started taking it to now? And like, no, my pain's gotten worse. Like, so do you think the medication's helping you? No, it's not helping me, but I just, I'm so used to it. I just, I can't come off of it. And it's like, dude, it, it's, it's literally an epidemic, dude. It's, it's crazy. And it's cool. That's why with, uh, with Lil White, he was so into that too, because he knows like the history of that yeah, song, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And he's just like, man, it's so cool to be able to do this because I do want to help, like kind of give back and help people get people off of this stuff, you know? No, exactly. I seen, uh, there's a show trending on Netflix called uh, The Murder, The Mur- Murder on Murders or something with a guy going through, uh, Alec, Alec Murdoch is going yeah. through it. And I'm watching this trial and he's like, man, I spent like $500,000 on opioids, on yeah. these Oxycontins. And I'm like, what? But I guess they are expensive if you're going out of out of uh yeah out of uh you know what out of, out of network, network. yeah <laughs> or, or or maybe buying them illegally yeah buying, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. very expensive, very expensive. <laughs> yeah no for real now I, I gotta ask um and this goes back to uh just you know posture yeah I think I seen you post a video of how a person's supposed to sit and yeah. you always remember those stories of uh you know your mom telling you sit up straight you know you know mm. you're gonna mess up your back. Yeah. How true is that as far as just pop? Yeah, everybody. How true is that as far as posture? It's, it's just, it's, that's only a piece of it. It's true to a certain okay. degree, but that's only a piece of it. Like, uh, one of the things I would say, like, I, I, I've learned over time is that whatever position you put yourself in, your body's going to adapt to it quickly and it's going to get strong in that position, you know? Exactly. So, when you look at your, when we stand up straight from the side, the spine actually is like an S curve. Your neck should have a curve and it curves back in the opposite direction. Most cases when we take an x-ray, like the neck is forward and it's instead of being like a curve like this, like if the face is here, it straightens out or it even curves in the opposite direction. And then it's just crushing all the discs and damaging all the nerves. But, um, but the reason that happens is we, I mean, there's so many things like, okay, posture's one. We kind of, and cell phones is definitely a big part of it because we're just constantly, if you're like, dude, your body's going to adapt looking down. Like we're looking at a phone and then- you So don't should even, we hold our phones up? <laughs> absolutely. You should hold your phone more, more upright. I mean, like, and then you go to bed at night and then you got a big pillow jamming your head forward too. Like your, your head's forward all day long. Of course, it's going to adapt and be straight. And it's going to, I mean, and the thing is posture, the curve in your neck is designed to carry the, the weight of your head on the bone of the spine. And then when it starts to straighten out, it takes the weight off the bone and now you're compressing the discs. And then it, and over time, it causes degenerative disc disease. It causes nerve damage. It causes arthritis. It's it, when you know, it's, it's scary to really think about. Did you it, see you know? that? I think it was a Facebook or someone, uh, Instagram or something where they show like, uh, in t- a thousand years, our if we stay on our phones. Our, our my, my, my twelve year old daughter showed me that. Yeah, like we're, we're gonna evolve into just our next bit. Probably, man. It can happen again. Yeah, yeah. So, how would you feel, or what would you say to people who are like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm aware these waist trainers are like these, you know, shape up type things that are helping their body in a yeah. certain kind of way." fix their posture like as an easy way out would how do you feel about those type of things yeah i mean patients ask me that all the time and then i tell them um if it's for symptoms like if your pain is so debilitating and that's and that helps you to manage pain that's okay but you can't depend on that long term because your body's going to adapt you're going to weaken your muscles because your your body adapts so fast you're going to desensitize your muscles that are supposed to naturally hold you up and then now you're going to create another problem 
So, like, does getting, like, a BBL do anything to, like, you know, <laughs> your bone structure? Man, uh, I haven't – you know what? I haven't really thought about it's it, but, I mean, it, it could, I mean, if, if it's going to make you heavy in certain areas, it, the women would be the one to answer. Like, I don't know what it feels like <laughs> to walk around. Do you feel different afterwards? Like, do you feel like you're, you're being pulled down more? You know, I don't yeah. know. Most women <laughs> with large breasts will get a breast reduction because they say they're back. It just – does hell on their back really and i'm, I'm yeah. assuming that there's truth to that yeah there is i mean if they just do more deadlifts and they'll be strong enough yeah. to hold it up right no, no. facts facts <laughs> so, so i have to ask you uh, a, a rapper wearing all that all them <laughs> damn chains does that does that do anything to the neck <laughs> man if it's to the extent like i remember mr t used to say that his his chains would weigh like 40 pounds yeah. if it gets if you start weighing more than I mean, if you start in the poundages, if you can weigh it in pounds, it's probably going to damage your spine. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Now, I seen you adjusting uh, a dog. Yeah, that's so my Adam, dog. Yeah, that, that, that was your dog. That's my Rottweiler, yeah. Uh, what, what's, what's the name? Or her uh, name? Sansa. Sansa. Yeah. Do, do you feel is that is that a thing like can people bring in pets and like hey i need my not my. to me but that is a thing so there there are chiropractors that are like i mean you're supposed you, you take extra courses like to specialize in that stuff i can adjust the dog but i just kind of do that for to my dog to take care of her but um and then for social media but the 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 gist of it is most dogs they 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 chronically have uh Osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis develops when your joints lose flexibility. So getting adjusted helps prevent osteoarthritis in animals. So like if, you know, if you have a dog that's prone to bad hips or whatever it may be, like mine, the heavy set dogs, it's beneficial for sure. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, no, it, it was, uh, I think it was the Planet Apes where, uh, see, you know, the monkeys were on all four season and he stood up. I'm like, yeah. oh, man, you know, I don't know. I guess that's <laughs> an evolution for you. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. Now I got to ask, um, when it comes to uh, uh, insurance, you know, as far as people saying, hey, um, I was in a car accident. Yep. Uh, sometimes it might be like a bump where they hit from the rear and they don't feel nothing. Yeah. And then like maybe days later, a week later, weeks later, they may start feeling, you know, a pinch. Now, what is that as far as for something to happen immediately, you feel okay, maybe it's adrenaline, <laughs> but then later on you start feeling something and now they're coming to see you. Typically, it's like the inflammation around the nerve is what happens. So if you don't, if you didn't feel anything with the accident, um, and then you get pain later, you probably to some degree damage the ligaments or the or the tendons around your spine. Um, and then what you're feeling is that inflammation just gradually builds over time from that injury, and then it just hits you. You wake up one day and you're just like, what What happened? My neck is like bad, you know? Yeah. Have you had someone who? Uh or do you even ask like the extent of the accident, like where somebody just came in and just oversold it? Like, bro, you're, you're really overselling this thing. Like, what, <laughs> just tell me what you want and we, we get to the point. You're talking about like the person, well, uh, no, nah, I wouldn't say that. Well, it's just because the, basically I don't, I don't really do a lot of those cases. So yeah, I what I do is, so if, if you do, in most cases, if, if somebody's trying to do a claim and they, and they want to see me, well, the first thing I tell them is that, you know, I'm going to assess you based on what I find and I'm going to give you a treatment plan based on that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do whatever the insurance expects me to do. Um, and if, and if, if they're telling you they're going to reimburse you cause you did claims too. So what I'll do is I'll tell them, uh, 
I, I, I'll give you, I'll give you a total bill of what it's going to cost to help get you back to normal. And in order to help you, I'll just give you a payment plan. You, you can pay me maybe like a hundred bucks a month or 200 bucks a month. And then what that does, that gives you time to get through the treatment to where it's affordable. And then you just get your check from the insurance and you pay your whole bill off, you know? Yeah. Do you ever have, um, patients that get aroused during, uh, a session one time I've seen, and it wasn't for me and it was like only one and it's funny that you say that because uh, and it, I immediately thought of it too so my wife is a massage therapist by trade so um, we actually started my practice it was just me and her um, and then like we would see anywhere from like 70 to 100 patients a day but basically she would kind of stretch them and I would adjust them right um, there was one time this guy he just uh, he only came in one time too but he just, she was working on his back and he's face down and then he turns over and then you can see like, it's almost like a, like a, like, uh, it makes me think of the 40 year old virgin where he's like, he like, he, he tinted his pants, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. But, and then, but I just, I just pretend like I don't see it, you know? And then we just, <laughs> and then I, I adjust them. He had already paid before for the visit, so I adjust him, and he just walks out, and then we kind of look at each other, and then we moved on to the next patient, but we talked about it later. That's wild, just to keep a straight face and just, yeah. (laughs) Same thing with farts, too. Oh. (laughs) I just act like I don't hear it, you know? So, you know, barbers will tell you normally, hey, man, you know, uh, get your hygiene right before you come in. Do you try to, like, hey, man, you have a sign that says get your hygiene right? Man, we probably should. Well, I, I, we haven't really had that much, you know. I don't think we really had a problem with that, you know. So I have to ask then, um, is there any, like, uh, you know, intimate positions that people shouldn't do? You know, it's 2023, and they, people get a little wild. Like, anything oh. that's just bad for our back? Like, any position we should probably stay away from? Just like, I just, Oh, man. I want to. There's probably something I can't say on camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that means one exists. There's some. There's probably something there, but I would say, uh, man. I mean, to think about, it, I would say, like face down. Just your partner should maybe not go that hard on you because it is going to stress your low back. And if you have a habit of like, if that's your favorite position, and then, oh, and they like to just go ham on you, oh, no. over it's a repetitive stress. It's gonna oh, oh bite the pillow, <laughs> oh, a pillow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, put a pillow. Bite the pillow. <laughs> maybe the pillow is the thing. No, nah, for real, because you know some people, and it's funny because you know I see a lot of um girls do like to be. Uh, known for being like I forgot the word, but Amber, I, I don't know what the word is. Yeah. Where they're just very flexible. Yeah, like, yeah hey, I can yeah. bend all kind of ways. That's not really good though for people to be bending all. Yeah, uh, like it's, it's 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 not, but it's it's better than like being being like hyper flexible is probably better than not being flexible. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, that you. that you know, but yeah, if you're if you're hyper mobile, you're hyper flexible, then it, that that in itself can cause a chronic stress too. Yeah. God. Yeah, it's funny. There's a happy medium. Right? There's a happy medium. That's funny because you see those people that come in when they bend their arms behind their back, and I'm yeah. like, that doesn't look right. But well, if they're dislocating their joint, then it's absolutely not right because they then they're 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 going to damage their ligaments at some time. They're going to have there's going to be arthritis eventually. You know? Definitely. And just yeah. real quick, just so people could know, I, yeah. we talked posture, but what is the proper way for people to sleep? Like, like how? What's just the for, for long term, for your back to be right, for your neck, what's the proper way to go to sleep? 
in an, well, the, the simplest way I'll say, just keep your head above your shoulders, right? So in any, that's what you got to think about. In any position, keep your head level above your shoulders, right? But the, in a, in a perfect world, sleeping on a, on a firm mattress, no pillow, just flat, that's the absolute best position for your spine. But I know there's side sleepers. So if you're a side sleeper, you want a pillow that's about the width of your, your shoulder to your head. So where you're not cocked one way too much, cause you're going to be in that position for hours. And not even that, you're going to, you're going to, I know you're going to sleep on the same side for the rest of your life probably. So, so you're going to start creating, you're going to start creating problems, you know? So just try to keep your head level. And if you're, if you're on your stomach, just you want to try to get, try to, you know, you're going to be off to the side a little bit, just try to pull your head back. That's really it, you know? Makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. All right. Well, definitely, we want to make sure people, uh, you know, not only do they see you online, uh, we want to make sure that they come visit you. We want to make sure that they follow you on IG. You, you document pretty much all your chiropractic uh, uh, stories online, and you know they can go see that. So, where exactly is your practice at, and how long have you been there? So, I mean, well, I'll say I've I've been in my. I've been in practice since 2015, so I'm going on eight years, right? Uh, but my office that I'm at now, I think I want to say I'm going on three years being in that building. But it's it's the Bank of America building off of Walnut Hill in Greenville, so oh, yeah. it's it's oh. right right across from the hospital. Oh heck yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. Yeah. And for those that do want to follow you, uh, you know, go check out the videos, follow you on Instagram, hear them cracks, the crack addicts. Yeah, where can yeah. the crack addicts log in at and where Man. can they go check it out? Instagram it's Dr. G Cairo. So it's D-R underscore G underscore C-H-I-R-O. Um, uh, Facebook, it's, it's my name, Dr. Matthew Gutierrez. Uh, YouTube should be the same. Spotify, because I do have a Spotify account too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, he <laughs> Doc G, D-O-C-G. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. And yeah. speaking of, who would you like to possibly do a track with next? Outside of Crazy Bone. Outside of Crazy Bone. Um... Snoop for sure, man. I would oh, want yeah. to do something with Snoop. Um, man, Joyner Lucas, man, I love him. I think he would be great to do That'd something be dope. with, you know? Bar heavy, bar heavy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm I grew up on the old school hip hop, so any any of the, the, the older, you know, the nineties, early two thousands, I would love to do anything with anybody, you know? That's love, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any shout outs you wanna give? Man, uh I can't I mean I can't even think of anybody, man. I probably should shout out somebody, but I, just, I can't think of anybody. <laughs> my mom, well, my mom, my mom. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely your family. Uh, you know, for what you do, man. Uh, do you find? Do you think you're ever gonna make it a family practice, like where, you know, you'll be able to have other family members take it on, pass you? Absolutely, man. My my. Well, hopefully. So I have hopefully. four. I have four kids. I got two daughters, two two sons. My oldest daughter, she's twelve. Um, lately, she's been telling me she wants to be a chiropractor. So I'm like, oh, awesome. makes awesome. That, that that makes me proud. You know, I'm doing my job. Whenever your kids want to do, you know, walk in your shoes. Yeah. Hey, man, Doctor G, it's been a great pleasure. We just want to thank you for so much for coming and sitting down with us, man. We look forward for you to crack one of our backs or all of our backs. Simultaneously. Hey, this is the best part, Doc. You are a real life street star. Hey, hey. Thank you. <laughs>